Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for what's traditionally the first day of spring in the Northern Hemisphere for 2011. And now the news. That earthquake in Japan is still having reverberations on the global automotive industry. Last week we reported that General Motors stopped production at a truck plant in Louisiana. Now the company is halting production elsewhere in the world. Opel will stop production at two plants in Spain and Germany because of a shortage of electronics components. GM's also cutting overtime at two plants for a week in Korea. Nissan's considering shipping engines built in Tennessee to Japan. Honda says it has enough supplies of cars and parts in the U.S. to last until mid-April. And this disruption is definitely going to have an impact on car prices. According to the Detroit News, some of the most fuel-efficient Japanese imports, like the Toyota Prius and the Lexus HS250H, are in short supply. And as supplies dwindle, dealers are expected to end all discounts and sales incentives. The UAW meets later this week to set its contract strategy with GM, Ford, and Chrysler. The automakers want to give workers bonuses, maybe as much as $10,000 a year, based on quality and profits, rather than just give them pay raises. Ten grand is twice as much as Ford paid its UAW workers for last year. But back in the 1990s, Chrysler paid bonuses of $8,000 in good years. Detroit's automakers don't want to lock in higher labor costs because they are still at a disadvantage to the transplants. Big Three labor is between $56 and $58 an hour, including benefits, compared to $56 at Toyota, $50 at Honda, and $45 at Hyundai, Kia, and Nissan. Bonuses give automakers more flexibility because they can be cut back when the industry goes into a downturn. And while the UAW fights for jobs and job security, sure looks like Renault CEO Carlos Ghosn gets to keep his job. France's industry minister, Eric Besson, says he doesn't want to destabilize Renault any further when he was asked if Carlos Ghosn should step down as CEO. He said Ghosn plays a key role in Renault's alliance with Nissan and that the company faces a big challenge as it begins to launch electric vehicles. And speaking of keeping your job, the Detroit News apologized to its readers and its former car critic Scott Burgess for removing parts of his criticism of the Chrysler 200 after an advertiser complained. Jonathan Woolman, the paper's editor and publisher, said, while our intent was to improve the piece by making these passages less grating, our decision to make these changes after fielding an advertiser's complaint was a humbling mistake. The Detroit News is offering Scott his job back, and all I've got to say is, Scotty, go back! They apologize. Now get back there and start writing those great reviews again. Cadillac has made an impressive turnaround over the last decade, but will GM keep spending the kind of money it takes to keep Cadillac as the new standard of the world? We put that question to Mark Royce, the president of GM North America. I think you'll see Cadillac emerge in a way that um, is uh, more technological than it has been in the past. Um, we've done, um, I think, some products in the past where we had to add horsepower 
as the last resort. Um, the horsepower and the mass efficiency of the new Cadillacs that are going to come into the portfolio, I think are going to be landmark and they're going to show um, what our engineering and design can do in a completely different way. Mark Royce will be my guest on AutoLine Detroit this coming weekend. To know the industry, you've got to know the product. And coming up next, we're going to take a quick look at the brand new Audi A6. Reducing exhaust emissions, airified diesel particulate filters, high filtration, low back pressure, small package size, excellent durability. DowAirify.com. Audi's product cadence is rolling right along. The A8 just got overhauled for 2011. Before that, it was the A4, and now, after a half a dozen years on the market, it's the A6's turn to go under the knife. Audi's mid-range sedan has been extensively updated for 2012. The company stuck with its minimalist design theme that's worked so well over the years. The new A6 is not radically different from today's car, but it's more aggressive and sophisticated. There's a lot of complexity in those body surfaces, which is part of the reason why it won an Eyes on Design Award for Best Production Vehicle at the Detroit Auto Show back in January. Inside, it's easy to see why Audi is benchmarked for its interiors. Everything here is tastefully done. Interestingly, the available wood trim is a special laminated veneer. It's made up of alternating strips of either ash or oak and walnut. The look is classic, yet contemporary at the same time. The interior is also home to the company's latest iteration of MMI, its all-in-one control system. Just like on the flagship A8, it's available with a special touchpad that allows users to draw letters and numbers with their fingers to input them into the system. Very clever! Another important thing that A6 borrowed from its big brother is lightweight construction. More than 20% of its body components are aluminum, and that's a trend we're going to see a lot more of in the future. Under the hood, this 2012 model is available with a dizzying array of engines. The base power plant is a 2-liter TDI with 177 horsepower. From there, buyers can step up to a wide variety of other options. For now, the top offering is a supercharged 3-liter V6 cranking out 300 horsepower. But don't get all excited if you're part of our U.S. audience. We're only getting a couple of these engines. It'll launch with the Blown 6 as its sole power plant. A diesel will be available later in the year, but no word yet on which one. It hasn't even been decided if we're going to get the hybrid or not, which has an estimated fuel consumption of just 6.2 liters per 100 kilometers, and that works out to almost 38 miles a gallon. Along with the engines, there's quite a selection of transmissions, including a six-speed manual, a Multitronic CVT, or an S-Tronic dual-clutch automatic. There's a lot more to this car than we have time for now, but look for a full report later in the year once we get some time in the driver's seat. Audi tells us the new A6 is expected to arrive in the U.S. this fall, but it could show up in time for summer. No pricing for our version has been announced yet, but it starts at 39,000 euros in Germany, and that is about $52,000. And that is today's report on the top news in the global auto industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.